the podcast critics have spoken. Has this guy ever actually interviewed anyone before? And? Wow, that was long. And? I don't have time to listen. Very busy. Sounds like this podcast isn't winning any awards anytime soon. Uh, he did win an award in 2011. Stop living in the past. What else with Corey Mann? Wherever podcasts are sold. Isn't it free? Part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. Hi, Aaron. Oh, hi. Sorry, I was just doing other work. I know. We're so So busy. So much work to do. Hey, first off, gotta get this out of the way. Hey, bummers, we got weeks to do. I just think it's great because you've never even seen newsies. Uh, And I don't even know what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sorry we were gone two weeks in a row. That was unexpected. Yeah. I, I fell ill. Yes, you did. So, but I, you okay? I'm here. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm doing too much, mm-hmm. and my body sort of was like, "We're going to make you stop." And by we, I'm talking about like it's not one body; it, it all talks to itself because I compartmentalize. <laughs> Is it your <laughs> I comp- compartmentalize all of my emotions, and so right. I have multiple personalities uh-huh. going on. Sure, at least that's how I imagine. Not it. worrisome at all. The left part of my body was like talking to my right hip. Uh huh. Hey, l- let's fall apart. <laughs> Good idea. It was it was a hip that kept you down. Three, two, one. <laughs> Your left hip went out, Danae. No, no, no. They decided to get together and convince my brain ah to trigger a migraine. Man, actually, it was more muscular. I think. Yeah, you were than, down. Mm-hmm. You were down for the count. What's really cool about this particular time of not feeling well, though, is that normally I push through. I'm I'm like, no, I will I've not get sick. Mm-hmm. And then this, time, I've seen you try to do it. I should say. <laughs> And somewhat successfully. Oh yeah, you looked very successful crawling along the floor to the microphones. That was the weeping. most <laughs> That did happen. It was an extreme case. I also vomited on the way to work that day. I think you made it I think you made it like a foot from the couch you were sitting on. <laughs> I fell on. off the couch and then started crawling across uh-huh. the floor and just stopped yeah. and was like, I need to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> right here. You're like, why? I think that's when you went, why did you come to work? That's what I said. I said that all that morning. So I'm glad you're finally learning. I did. Well, and I also, instead of feeling defeated about it, I sort of claimed it. And I highly recommend anyone try this. If you don't feel well, it's okay. Take a day. Don't feel bad about it. Take a day for yourself. The world will continue on. People will be, it'll be fine. You'll figure it out. I died for like a whole four days and everything kept going. Yeah. And you don't even remember like months after that. No, I don't. You were useless for a really long time. I'm telling you, the world's going to keep going. (laughs) You can, you can say goodbye for a little bit. Yeah. I did that. So that's why we didn't have a show no, when I'm we glad. expected to. I mean, I'm not glad we didn't have a show. I'm glad that you were able to take the time you needed to recover and not feel that pressure of pushing through. I think that's healthy. Days. Yeah. And I'm in the super, super busy season of my life. And I want that to not be the case for much longer. And yeah. so like there's this big push to this conference that I'm going to or we're like, I don't I'm not going to attend as, a, as an attendee. I'm going to attend as working it mm-hmm. with like. 700 people all converging at this conference and i'm part of the crew that's putting it together so it's yeah. tons of work on top of having the job at cinema sins 
on top of being a mom, on top of working with Studio DNA Podcast Network, which thankfully doesn't require too much energy at this point. Right. On top of da 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 da. So it's just like, and every and everything's all happening at once. I'll literally be sitting there, and this is probably exhausting to hear, so I'm, I apologize. <laughs> this is why you tune in. <laughs> you want to hear about my stress. Well, let me tell you Listen, it all. Listen, if there is a podcast that people only tune in just to hear whatever it is, we, you know, this people say this is the yeah, podcast. It's not right like, that. yeah. So I, I'll like sit down to work and I'll answer an email from like, so let's say all my jobs are like column A, B, C, and D. So it's like column A, we'll, I'll get a, three text messages and a couple of emails. And then column B, it's like review this over here. Oh, and this is due. And then column C will be, I'll get an, I'll get an email. So I'm never just able to sit down and do one thing without interruption. Yeah. It's like a spinning top. You're really testing your uh, multitasking abilities. It is. And I'm doing really well, all things considered. Good. I mean, I have definitely hit a wall and I'm in that. You know, like after you hit a wall really hard and then you're kind of loopy for a while. <laughs> I'm in that phase. <laughs> I definitely. No, Janae, I can't say. I can't say I've run into a wall recently. I've had uh, what I would call a bit of a mental break, uh, including <laughs> sobbing and tears and a decision to talk to a counselor. That's happened. That's great. I'm glad I'm glad you're doing therapy. Sure. Yeah. But I haven't actually gone yet. I'm, oh, in, okay. I'm in that weird phase afterwards where it's like, <laughs> yay. Like I, I turned in a script to CinemaSins, the wrong script from the wrong <clears throat> episode. Uh-huh. And my response to it, instead of like falling apart and getting stressed out about it, was I just kind of laughed. I was like, of course I did. That's so, so great. That's where I'm at now. As the one who delivered the news to you <laughs> that you had written on the wrong script. I'm like, of course I must I say, did. I've known you long enough to know that could be oh, yeah. like a fall apart moment. That oh, could sure. be a panic moment or, uh, you know, I quit or I'm running away or, mm-hmm. you know, all the things that you've talked about. Yeah. How oh, you yeah. cope with things. Oh, yeah. And I'm so maxed, overwhelmed that it's just like, I, I don't even know what... <laughs> You know, in like the cartoons when they're juggling things and it just sort of turns into that weird circular blur uh-huh. and then their hands sort of go away and it just sort of carries on on its own. <laughs> That's what's happening. I assume we're talking about uh, animation. Yes, animation. Okay. <laughs> in the real world. <laughs> I said cartoon. Oh, did you? Okay, I must have missed it. <laughs> That's kind of what it feels like right now. I've given my best time and attention to all the things I have going on. It's mm-hmm. all just doing whatever it's doing. And I'm kind of like, you know what? I don't even know how this is all working anymore. <laughs> I know I'm part of it. but So is this is doing this podcast, uh, it, does it add to the noise or does it help give you a respite? Like, is it a place where, you know, because for me, it's turned into something that's almost a respite. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I just get to sit with Danae and talk about whatever we want to for, you know, 30 yeah. minutes or whatever. Yeah. Well, I mean, but if it's but if it's adding to your stress, stress? then right, maybe right. we should rethink it. Yeah, maybe we should just cancel the whole thing. <laughs> just kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, I love this show. Okay, I love being able to come here and have fun. I mean, there's that you have to decide the things that you want to put your hands to, and I have made a decision to put my hands to a lot of things right mm-hmm. now because when we stopped radio, it was kind of like what's what's next for me, and so. Right. I sort of started trying, I, I'm, I'm doing a lot of things and they all feel really good. They all, you know, mean something to me. I'm not, sure. I'm not just going out and doing meaningless things. It's right. just, they're all very busy at the same time. And so I don't know how to fix that except for to go, I don't know what's going to happen next. <laughs> well, well I do. Uh, and we're going to be another three weeks before there's another shoe. <laughs> That's actually true. You're going to be out leaving. of town for a couple of weeks. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, we should say that as well. Well, you want to do, you want to shoe a dough? 
You ready to shoe a doe? Let's do an extra long shoe. Really? So that everybody has other, like more to listen to on this episode to tide them over for Like some a 14 time. extra wide? Is that a reference to a... a a trailer? <laughs> it's a reference to the shoe size of every human in my house except my wife. <laughs> they go that large? <laughs> yeah, well, technically mine, technically I wore 16s, but I'm wearing 15, 15 and a half. They don't really do half sizes up that high, but yeah, wow. shoe, exactly. Yeah, shoe. That's crazy. Yeah. Hold on, I'm getting a phone call okay, during my well, busy my, my busy time. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Hey, everybody want to talk to my husband with me? Hey, husband, you're you're on shoe the dough. I'm on what? We're recording a podcast right now, and you're oh, you're on the microphone. Air. Yeah. Oh, hi. Hi. Welcome to the Baseball 365. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> now, this isn't your podcast, <laughs> sir. Oh, Look at that. Right oh. into the plug. Um, Is it important? I'm good at that. No, nah, I just want to know if Michelle called you. Nope. Or it's her phone. Nope, that, oh. nope. Okay, I love you. Bye. Right. Thank you for listening to the Baseball 365. Click, click, click. Okay. <laughs> just hung up on my husband. <laughs> Get off my show. <laughs> you got one plug in. You don't get two. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. Anyways, we're talking about your massive feet. <laughs> no, we're talking about doing a show that would be as big as my massive feet. I think is that kind of shoe. A I was listen, it's, shoe shoe? That, it's a shoe. And I was saying that kind of shoe. You were like extra long. And I was like, oh, you mean like a 14 wide? Because that's the kind of shoe we want to do today. Yeah. Instead of like a nine, you know, a female nine, we're doing a male 14 yeah. wide. Yeah, know? it's all of that. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know if I have time for a 14 wide. Can we do maybe like an 11, like a male 11? Or a female seven. <laughs> that's actually average probably what do you what's your shoe size i was a seven mm-hmm. before having a child and now i am an eight interesting your foot grew a shall shoe i talk size? about the other parts of me that grew because <laughs> it's not just my feet my my hips widened my uh-huh. chest grew uh-huh my i did not get taller Well, those those things serve a like a biological purpose today like it's not just you know random changes the foot thing that's <laughs> some <laughs> That's true. That's a, a little different, right? Like, well, have you never heard that the feet get bigger? No, I mean, I know they swell during pregnancy, but the, boy, do they ever! But I, but after pregnancy, you still wear the same shoe size. I've never heard of somebody going up a shoe size. I was told by many, many people that having children is very expensive. That's mm-hmm. like the that's almost the number one thing you hear. I think maybe number one would be children are a wonderful addition to your life. At least mm-hmm. in the circles that I grew up in, <laughs> that's what I was told. And then number two is, but boy, are they expensive. Which I mean, sure is true. And thank God my husband and I had our child where we already had semi-established careers. And so right. we had money to be able to kind of like a lot for that. Yeah. But the most expensive thing. We didn't. <laughs> we, we had kids when we were poor. <laughs> when you were still kids. We had four kids. Yeah, you did. When we were very poor. The most expensive thing so far has been replacing every item of clothing in my wardrobe. Because yeah. I hadn't changed size since I became like in my 20s. I same size. Right. And I like to get clothes and wear them until they fall apart. So I had a really great wardrobe filled with a variety of things I could enjoy layering for weather and all this stuff. Yeah. And now I literally have had to replace all of my shoes, all of my pants, all of my shirts, all of my bras, every everything that I wear. It's been so expensive. Yeah. Ugh. I bet. I I think I had about a three to four month stretch where I didn't 
change size in my whole life. Really? <laughs> like, you know, like I've, I'm always changing size. Man, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like I'm always either getting bigger or getting smaller. <laughs> I, I am fluxing a little bit. Um, so hopefully, you know, I, I'm okay with my size. And actually, we've talked about it a little bit, you know, just really being okay with how I look different and mm-hmm. not comparing myself to some sort of pretend version of perfection or whatever. So I'm actually like in a really good place with my body. I don't feel weird about it. It's great. It's different. It's great. But it's okay. And I'm fine with that. But it's the hardest part is like, like my, I was telling my husband that I, the, clo- the clothing that I've been buying is at a plus size store. And he got like weirded out by that. He's mm. like, you're not plus size. And I was like, okay, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, honey. I think he Appreciate was trying to the defense. Quote, unquote, come to my defense. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, no, 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 no. First of all, now I am considered plus size because I was considered large size for the normal people before. Yeah. And now it's I, crazy. And I want to shop at the plus size stores because they make their clothing to fit a body differently. Yeah. Like the, the, the pants and the shorts. It's I like, like the them. first time I ever wore a, a tall yeah. shirt. Yeah. They come down I'm, lower. I'm like my shirt. My shirt actually comes down past my waist. Exactly. That's amazing. So it's not like a, Oh no, I'm shopping in a plus size. It's like, God, thanks. Thank God. Somebody's making clothes for, for people normal who are, people who built different. <laughs> yeah. Like I love buying a shirt where I'm not having to worry about like looking like some smutty girl on the top. Cause <laughs> like, okay, so I'm going to this conference I told you about Yeah, and they're like, Hey, do you still have your, you know, shirt that we sent you a few years back it, the professional one with our logo on it? Yeah. I said, yeah, but that was before my boobs grew crazy. <laughs> I can try it on, but I might on? look like a slut. <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, there's a deeper conversation to have about why one would be considered uh. a slut just because their body dimensions were showing. So there's that conversation we can have. But then secondly, how crazy is it that, you know, just your clothes have to change that much just because of one part of your, well, two parts of your body. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's, I, I can't imagine being a woman it's, and dealing with breasts. It's like, wild. I mean, I would love having them. Uh, don't get me wrong. Like they're amazing. I do like breasts you know okay. they're, they're oh, a lot stop, of fun stop. but I, you know you're like ver- like the, the the tmi meter just started to wiggle <laughs> just a little bit a little wiggly it's a cinema sense thing but, but you know what though i mean i have also been known to say i wish i had a penis because right of course but, but mine isn't because it's cool it's i want to pee yes, anywhere it is. that's what's cool about it <laughs> boobs don't do anything but be boobs man like you're saying that you want them to play with them and like okay that's fair <laughs> I, w- I want reasons. the utility yeah. feature yeah i don't want to sit on a toilet anymore they're so nasty <laughs> fair enough I, I take your point i take your point but i say that to we... say i can't i don't i don't know that it would be worth it for the trade-off like just the yeah. just the the attention the sexualization of them oh, the, God, the you, way they change you know i just i when you have large breasts it's almost you know how like when you post your opinion on in like a public format mm-hmm. and then you start getting people's opinions and then you, like you really shouldn't be offended by that because yeah. you ask for someone's opinion for a woman it's like if you have busty curves and you wear clothes that are tight for some reason people think it's an open invitation yeah. for comment yeah. even though it's not right. like I'm wearing a shirt because I have to wear this shirt and it's really tight but that doesn't mean that you get to comment on the shape of my body right because and that's honestly i've dealt with that my whole life because even though uh, before i didn't have this big of a chest uh, i still had a larger chest mm-hmm. growing up and so i mean i've heard comments about my body 
since I was a little girl. And it's yeah. now I'm now I'm like I'm kind of pissed off about it. But I know. just I just wish I, I wish culturally we hadn't tied the human body so directly to, to sex. sexuality. I just it's just one yeah. of those things. I, have I have I talked about penises and pinky toes? Oh, well, yes. I've heard this like, 500 why is it, times. Why isn't no, the, no, 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 I don't know that I've no. said it this way, but why why isn't the penis like a pinky toe? Like it's not something that everybody sees on your body all the time. It's usually covered up. Um, but when, if it's showing, nobody's like, Ooh, gross or otherwise, Ooh, look at the pink. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's like our, or, you like know, we've decided to sexualize certain things. Our breasts and elbows. Why is yeah. the breast different than the elbow? It serves a function. It serves Why is a it purpose. called a weenus? <laughs> that's right. That's what it, that's what it should be. Also, Penises and weenuses. Listen, that's what this, that's what I it should really be. really freaking appreciate that analogy. And I'm going to listen to this episode and I'm going to think about it some more. But right now I can only think about what if my pinky was a penis. <laughs> And I just, I can't, I can't, I can't get over that. Yes, those parts of the body have sexual purposes, but they aren't tied to those sexual purposes. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's, no, I totally get it. It's, it's just a weird Listen, thing we've done. Guys, okay. Let's just take a quick pause. First of all, thanks for letting us rant on. Yeah, and on. we're we've like half, far hour, half hour of the show. We haven't produced any news. We're going to go a little long uh-huh, today. Yeah. But what what we want to tell you is that Aaron and I's show, as you know, has been evolving as time has gone on. We're experiencing sort of a renaissance, if you will, where we've spent the last almost, I mean, gosh, in a couple of years, we'll have t- 10 years together. 10 years on the air together. So we're really like, we spent a lot of time together creating content, creating shows, you know, and you guys know that you're our biggest fans because you've stuck with shoe this whole yeah, time if you're listening to shoe <laughs> you, you know, know dna us. so we though have been more and more becoming a part of the cinema sins universe mm-hmm. and it has been very freeing for me i can talk for myself but it's been very freeing to be uh, once again around people who just are not worried about conversations topically or whatever it's not like there's a maturity to it that's really interesting that just for whatever reason you know christians just get really uptight about and yeah. you know and i don't know it's it's fascinating so we want to say if you are willing to continue on this journey with us as we sort of just continue to maturely talk about conversations that we haven't in the past we invite you to ask questions and converse with us this is a we're sort of like just starting to talk about everything because we've already been talking about everything but now we're doing it more publicly like on the show here and also kind of on the other things we do with cinema sins i don't know i just feel like i kind of want to honor that some people might be very offended by you and i specifically maybe they have a version of us in their mind of us being these particular no, kinds of people i appreciate that yeah no, no, no so i appreciate that we we don't we don't mean to be offensive we're not trying to be offensive but we do want the freedom to talk about whatever and Aaron and I individually are very passionate about these types of topics. Well, because we shame them. There's a shame that comes with not talking about, you know, stuff in a We're mature doing way. We're a disservice if right. by not talking about it. Yeah. I want to be the kind of parent that can talk about why, you know, like you, t- you said, ooh, you know, gross. penis or it's whatever. It's penis, gross, yeah. But I want to be able to be the kind of person that can say, when my, like my mom talked that way literally about her toes because she thought her feet were gross. And okay, so, fair enough. So, so these are the kinds of things we want to talk about and kind of go, whether it's sexually related or just a silly story or whatever. Well, and it's been on my brain lately because I was in a, uh, a chat recently where people were talking about movies that had male nudity in them mm-hmm. and penises in them. Yeah, why are and penises the, so gross? And, and the result is, oh, that's one penis is 100% too much penis for me you know and it's just like why okay i be again there's a shame thing and there's an uncomfortable thing yeah. and there's a humor thing and <laughs> well you <know. laughs> no you're correct <laughs> but but i do think we've done the culture a disservice 
by allowing that attitude to be the prominent attitude yes. about the human body. Or you, you think of, um, you know, uh, just a nude human body is automatically sexual. That is doing a disservice mm -hmm. to the beautiful creation of the human body. Our goal is to talk about these things in a fun and mature way. We don't want to be disrespectful. So please no. hear our hearts. We're not trying to be disrespectful or disrespect your particular views on any of these topics. Of course not. So this isn't a no label safe, we no longer be, safe. We could be wrong too. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Like I, it could just be. But we're a, willing to talk about it. Exactly. That's the thing. And do so respectfully, as respectfully as we possibly can. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Uh, okay. Are you ready to, to, our, to our penis to and our, weenus conversation? To our penis. <laughs> <laughs> our penis conversation. Um, we are going to actually, uh, instead of doing a no uh, label safe show, which is what we just basically did. <laughs> We're going to be perusing the news today. Are you good? You okay? Yeah. Everything good? No, All right. I'm really great. All right. Did you? Oh, you were doing this. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, was, I was taking my breath to do the thing, but you. Well, I wasn't ready. I, but I know. Now I'm, but now ready? I'm ready. I just wanted to fake out again. Uh -huh. that no, really I, I'll good. just sit here until you're ready to go. Studio DNA presents Peruse the News. Every day, so many things happen around this crazy world of ours, and it's up to your host to glance around at them and decide what's worth talking about. Join them on a journey of the wonderful, a journey of the strange, a journey of adventure. And here come our hosts now. Please welcome, it's Aaron and Danae. Did you like that? Uh-huh. It's kind of like I was trying to couple you a little bit. And you are out of breath. <sighs> I think it's harder for you to do the, the senses than just to continue well, with the... more air involved. Right. Yeah. You got to get more air involved. Yeah. Okay. Do we need to and do... And I thought this podcast could use a lot more air involved. <laughs> um, was that appropriate sound <laughs> to make this now? Do you want to uh, go first? Who goes first? I, you tell me. Let's Rochambeau it. Whoever okay. wins goes first. Row, one, two, show, three, bow. shoot. Oh, crap. I did it wrong again. <laughs> Isn't it one, two, three, shoot? I don't know. Or sh Rochambeau shoot? I don't know. I yeah. was just pretending shoot on to know four. what's going on. Yeah. Shoot on four. Six, one, two, seven, three, eight, shoot. twelve. What, what was that? That was a paper There's, standing no, up paper, on its <laughs> paper, paper doesn't stand up on its end. It's not a karate chop. Yes, paper I, is I flat. Do, I do karate. <laughs> I'm a martial artist. So does karate paper beat flat paper? Or does yes. flat paper beat karate? I, I think flat paper first. covers. No, I think flat paper covers karate Yours paper. Yours was laying down. Mine was standing All up. All right, Tine goes first. All right. Well, I want to actually kind I'm of. I'm always throwing karate paper then if it beats flat paper. <laughs> We're making it up as we go. Um, I think I kind of want to talk about this. This sort of goes along with what we were talking about earlier. Cool. 300 dancers take to uh, take a class in Times Square after Prince George was bullied on the GMA, yes. Good Morning America, for taking ballet. Yes. So I, this is exactly what I we know. were talking about. I mean, I know it's not about nudity, but it is about cultural perception and mm -hmm. shaming and the idea that you have to be a certain way or look a certain way. Yeah. So um, Monday uh, this week on Good Morning America, the host, Laura Spencer, um, heard a story that Prince George was taking ballet class and her reaction was this like sarcastic comments mm -hmm. and shock and like she laughed about it. Right. And so obviously a lot of the dancing community took to the internet to express their frustration with that reaction in that it was very bully-minded and it mm -hmm. just it continues this inappropriate you know perception. Uh, perception that ballet is not okay for or dance in general yeah yeah um i actually saw did were you watching so you think you can dance this week not this week okay uh, i saw last week so so um the host um what's his name cat dealy nope 
no, not the host, the judge. Okay, Nigel Lithgow. Nigel, he addressed it on uh-huh. the show. And I hadn't realized what had happened, but he kind of like takes a moment during the show to just talk about how that's not what this is about. And right. um, he was kind of addressing, you know, one of the dancers, he's like, did you take ballet? And he's like, yeah, all my life I've taken ballet. And so they just sort of took this moment to say right. that there's a lot of young people who want to dance and ballet is perfectly beautiful outlet. And well, it, in setting aside our our cultural ideas of what's masculine and what's feminine, yes. se- even setting aside that, if you watch ballet, there are male ballet dancers who are even our idea of masculine mm-hmm. or our idea of feminine. You know, however yeah. we want to classify those. Right, right, right. But it's if you've ever seen a male ballet dancer, those dudes, <sighs> they work. Like uh, it's well, it's it's beautiful. Dances work. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna. Especially if you go to like a professional level, it's insane the type of athleticism that, right. and endurance. In any way, it's just this beautiful art form, and so it became kind of this cultural conversation. And, and here's why I wanted to talk about it: not to shame Laura, although I think no. that what what she's, happened, she's just representative of something that bubbles underneath the culture. Sure, and maybe has she herself has misunderstandings, you know, or hasn't obviously. really thought about it even, sure. and just was repeating something that was exactly input in her. Yeah. So what ended up happening after that? I mean, she posted her own apology but uh which i guess wasn't received very well because we're in a culture of judgment you know and cancel we're the cancel culture god forbid we find balance somewhere well they did actually good so several of the people you know travis wall who is love travis wall he he was uh involved in a really beautiful conversation between himself and then um a couple of other people including laura on good morning america where they just sort of talk about it and they Mm -hmm. use this time to represent from what and I didn't watch this personally, so I am kind of reading about it uh, of of her understanding her, you know, her having a misunderstanding. Yeah. And it was like, that's the kind of conversation I think we need to talk about. And we need to bring to the forefront is that I am going to mess up. I'm going to say something completely inappropriate. And I want to be around people who can sit down with me and help me understand and then have that heart of willing to change and learn and grow. That's what we talk about on our podcast, too, is the idea that we will occasionally say something that we don't realize is hurting someone. Mm -hmm. And if someone, you know, if we do that, please give us the grace to correct ourselves. I think that's I, I really wish our culture could embrace that a little bit more. She said, I screwed up. I did the comment I made about dance was insensitive and stupid and I'm deeply sorry. I've spoken with several members of the dance community over the past few days. I've listened. I've learned about the bravery that it takes for young men to pursue a dance career. And then some of the people who are involved in that conversation said, we are are a community of love and in order for us to move forward, we have to move forward together. I hope in time we can all find forgiveness in our hearts once the pain that we have felt dissipates. Um, After all, we are all human and make mistakes. And we, the dance community, are a community of love and compassion. And our hope is that we can move forward together in order to lead in unity and love, especially in our current social climate when there is so much division. Dance heals, dance unites, and dance leads. What a perfect example of Mm -hmm. someone saying, yeah, I'm learning. I messed up. And then the the response is, we love you anyway. Let's all figure out a way to move forward. So anyway, I love the story. And it was really cool to see some of the videos of hundreds of like i think it was a 300 yeah, 300 dancers in times square male and female alike but predominantly male dancing ballet and uh, it was just this really cool thing so if you want to see kind of a quick vid just you know do a little search and you can find it i found this particular 
um, article on pop sugar. And if you're not watching So You Think You Can Dance, you're missing some incredible routines. Who's your favorite so far? Well, I just, everything Travis Wall does is just Travis incredible. Is a couple episodes so ago, great. he had that, um, the mass shooting dance that they did. Oh my gosh, that one. One of the best things I've ever seen. I, I, I was weeping I, at the end. Oh, I rarely get emotional. Like emotion. Well, in that general, was... not even just about yeah. dance, like in general. Oh, Oh my gosh. He had another one that same show that I was just like, yeah. man, that dude. But that mass shooting one. Phew. Yeah. It opens up. Uh, I think the second episode. Uh, well, the, the it opens up the f- the second episode of the live shows. Yes. Because they've been doing, of course, right, the right, tries right, right, right. stuff. But anyways, yeah, I love So You Think You Can Dance. So that's mine. What's yours? All right. My first one. He was jailed for nearly three months after airport officials claimed he was traveling with liquid meth. Second sentence. It was honey. <gasps> in jail for three months uh, for traveling with three containers of honey. Jeez. Uh, this was was right... he was he white? Um, I don't know, Danae. I honestly don't. I want to make a, I want to make an assumption I, here that he was not white. I, I want to make an assumption he was brown of some kind. I I I believe so. I'm not shocked. Um, Shame on you, people. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so anyways, it was a few days after Christmas and he flew back to the U S he was born in Jamaica. Um, he mm. flew back to the U S with three jars of honey. Um, and he was in jail for three months after dogs, uh, thought they smelled something. And then they say, uh, all three containers positive, uh, tested for methamphetamines. Uh, however, a secondary test three months later proved it was indeed honey as he had been saying the entire time. And so now there's questions of, did they actually test? Did they just fake it? You know, just say they, they knew what this was. Um, so yeah, it's, it's this kind of stuff that I'm just like, man, we're always so sure, aren't we? You know, that we, that Mm. we have the right answer and we know that what's going on and I don't know, just take the time. I don't know. I don't think that's always so sure thing. That makes me think there's just some really crude people that are in positions of power and they mm-hmm. just need to hear, feel some quotas. But that's me. I. Yeah, it's just it, it's just sad guy. to me. Uh, he says, even though customs uh, sent him a letter during uh, even though customs sent him a letter offering the honey back, uh, he says he doesn't want it. I can <laughs> like, imagine yeah. so. And then he follows that up with lawsuits are coming soon. Good. <laughs> I hope that he wins. That's horrible. That is. That um is. my next one was just an aha moment for me. This may really just tell you guys that I don't have tons of book smarts going up in my brain all the time, but um I learned today from the scientific American mm-hmm. that the destructive Amazon fires do not threaten Earth's oxygen levels. No, fire's good overall, like long term. Um, first of all, the Amazon fires, horrible. Yes. We're not talking about that in no, this article. No, I mean article. on a natural I don't mean on a, like a human sense. The fires are I'm horrible. I'm talking but. about how the some of the fears and the things of, like, you know, you could take a tragedy, people that are actually living in sure. the Amazon yeah, who are losing their homes. 100%. But we're like, but what about my air here in Missouri? Like, you know, I realize that this is kind of a... A little narcissistic. Uh, a little narcissistic on my part, but there's been a lot of information about there. You know, like the Amazon provides so much oxygen for the Earth, and I'm just, you know, I'm hearkening back to Spaceballs where they're opening up cans of air, and I'm like, oh no. So well, what's the what's the cartoon that's more recent than that? The it was the Seuss one where O'Hare sold air in cans. I don't know. You remember the Lorax? 
The new version of the Lorax. Did you never see that? No. The whole thing is about them selling air. No, we'll see. That's like, so. I'm like, oh no, is, is it like, well, first of all, not just for myself, but for everyone, you know, mm-hmm. oxygen. So I learned in this article and I just found this fascinating and thought maybe I would pass it along to you guys and that a lot of our oxygen actually comes from the ocean. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Don't remember that from science class <laughs> or bio class or whatever class I would have learned it in. I don't well, remember the, this at all. But in not only that, like it replaces itself and destruction and regrowth have been a part of the natural world forever. Yeah, you know, know what I mean? I know. So there's a difference between a fire that that destroys a forest and then that forest grows back over time mm-hmm. and industrialization which is also that eliminates the forests. Like those are two different things. Well, they are doing both. Right. Just to be clear. No, no, no. I know. I'm just saying okay. a lot of times we have a narrow view of every tree that, you know, dies is bad for the environment. And that's not true. Trees are supposed to die. That happens, you know? Right. So. And be yeah. replaced. Yes. If they're being taken down for. Okay. Yeah. So um, that was that was mine. <laughs> <laughs> Yours is you're glad you have air to breathe. I'm glad. Well, and I also learned just interesting things about the ocean and like, I don't know. They, they, it was a really cool article just because there's a lot of science involved. I don't want to go off on a science rant, but like if this is something that interests you, um, I recommend this article. Uh, my next one, invisible ink stamps to identify gropers on Japanese public transport sell out in minutes. Uh, so this is a new plan in Japan to help battle the close quarters that they have on their like trains and transport uh, where generally men are groping women because you can kind of get away with it, right? Like it's who did it, it's close quarters, that kind of thing. These stamps basically are for women to carry, and if they're groped, they quickly stamp the hand of whoever is groping them um, so that they can be identified. Wow, I hope this works. I, but can you? You're imagine? having my first thought. I think I'm glad it's coming from you, though. But go ahead, say. I it. mean, I just think it would be the, that quick second. You have to be so fast to have your stamp ready, and then also be able to stab them with it. And I hope it has points to it. By the way, I hope yeah. it's like a pointy stamp. That, well, like, the first has... idea was a, a pinprick. The first yeah. idea was to pinprick. Uh, gropers and then somebody mentioned well that kind of is a crime itself <laughs> so yeah you're technically so, not allowed to do so, that <laughs> an eye for an eye <laughs> uh, no you, i just i hope it works i just to to, to arm all these women with a stamp so that that when they're traveling now they're also responsible to hold a stamp that is at the ready because they mm-hmm. could be groped at any moment that's yeah first of all horrible but yeah. like so here's my first thought, and, and, and maybe I'm wrong about this, and correct me if I'm in. Give me grace, please. Um, this seems like the absolute wrong way to I battle would, this I mean, what if there's idea. just a female-only cart? That, um, I, I mean... I don't know. Sure, that's a better way. Uh, maybe, I don't know. I'm just and throwing out something. Maybe I'm pie in the sky, but the best way is education, is, you know... Yeah, like this. No. <laughs> Sorry. Do you no, know but I mean, it's I mean, like look, what we're talking about with having conversations. Let's have these conversations and let's learn. Let's teach our, you know, youngsters what appropriate behavior is. But in and, different cultures, it's very different. Too. I know. And so I think that's a bigger, And I don't know the Japanese that's a culture. Longer, and I don't either. So I should say that there's just that you might have more of a curve. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I woke up this morning and when I went to Twitter, I was seeing how uh, in the gaming community and in the like 
um, that there's a there's a, sort of like a Harvey Weinstein thing all over again, where mm-hmm. there's some big develop uh, gaming developers and yep. programmers that are being outed as being terrible, terrible men. And one woman finally came out, and then now the rest of them are like, okay, I want to be brave too. Here's my story. So, you know, the culture is, and, and this is, and the stories that I'm reading about are like these women, uh, or, or there were witnesses of other men watching this behavior and doing the whole, well, that's just Alec thing, mm-hmm. right? And right. so it's, so, and we're in 2019. I know. So you're talking about changing culture. That's not, I, I maybe just, maybe stamps is the way to go all around. <laughs> well, they sold out within 30 minutes. How many did they make? 10? <laughs> yes. All five of them sold out in the <laughs> first 30 minutes. That. No, uh, the first run was like 50,000. Good. Something like that. Uh, but I, I just, I have this thing where like, apparently I accidentally clicked on something here. Part of me is just like. There's there's a way that cancel culture, shame culture has to be balanced. And when you have a tool like this to shame people with, that's what it's that's what it's meant for, to mm-hmm. identify and shame people that invisible, are doing this. But it's invisible, so they have to go underneath particular lights to see to it. To see it, correct. But I just I just wonder about is this is the appropriate way to identify I don't know. I just it's well. There's no there's no solution. I think what you're saying is there's no 100 percent solution unless it's something that the person that, that there's a culture shift to understand what's right and wrong. Yes, and that's the only like true way because opposite. You know, you have fifty thousand women that have invisible stamps, and some guy could walk underneath it and he could have them on his face just for fun one day or something. You know, like there's all right. kinds yeah, of things yeah, yeah. that could go wrong. And I also want to know what happens once they go through whatever lighting system and they're and there's does that mean that they no longer get to go on the transit anymore? Right. Yeah. What's, what it is, doesn't seem like it's a well thought out solution. It just is, seems like a way to. Okay. So we've potentially identified a grabber. Right. Well, does that person have a day in court where they get to say, nope, it wasn't me. And there's no witnesses. So what? Right. Is, like, how does it change? Any, it was I'm, an accidental stamp. You yeah. Know, some horror, you know, so there's. Thank this, you. This is what I'm saying. This it just is flawed. Doesn't, yeah. It just does not seem like a solution. But at the very least. It's awareness. There is not only awareness, but there's a statistic that this was created and it's 50,000 people, women, right. said, I want that, which potentially means 50,000 women that, have had me, this experience. Yes, that to me is part of changing culture. To me, Look at us having some deep conversation today. <laughs> well, what podcast did you think you were on? Uh, uh, the one where we talk about bathroom habits well, a lot. Well, that is, that, <laughs> exactly, that is Shoe the Dough. Welcome to the it's show. It's the high and the low on Shoe the Dough. Um, my next one, my last one I should say, is about Area 51. I don't know if you've been seeing about this in the Yeah, uh, when's the when's culture. the rush? So the uh, this is on weirdnews.com. Nevada town near Area 51 braces itself for hordes of alien hunters. And if you guys don't know what's going on, there is a Facebook group about storming Area 51 on September 20th. Yes. And it has 2 million people that have said they're going, which means that's not going to happen. But like still... The estimate is thirty thousand people are, are going actually going to do it. Yeah, they're actually going to make the. Have I told you my trek. favorite my favorite part of this? No. My favorite part of this is the actual military briefing that I saw. Did you see this? Uh-uh. There was an actual military briefing on what's called Naruto running. Do you know what Naruto running is? No. So Naru- talk to me like I'm dumb. So Naruto is an anime. 
okay. uh, where when characters run, oh, like with their arms, they backwards? run with their arms back uh-huh. and, and forward. Yeah. And so because they're talking about storming Area 51 by Naruto running, just like a whole bunch of uh, oh, people Lord. Naruto running. I didn't know that and part. So, and so there's this there was this actual military briefing teaching these soldiers what that this wasn't this wasn't like a you know some sort of you know weapon thing that it's just this is called Naruto and it's like got this guy with like you know the ga- not gavel the pointy the cli- stick the clicker yeah and he's like pointing it okay arms extended back <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> is this real yes it was real <laughs> okay so, so let's talk about that what's funny and that what's not crap, funny yeah. yeah what's funny the idea what's not funny people dying yeah and yeah. so let's just talk for just a split second um what this article covers in general is that the people who are living in the small because this is a very remote part of the world. Yeah. Very remote That's why part. they store the aliens there. Okay. There is no, uh, like, there's no electricity in, in a lot of areas. There's no running water in a lot of areas. And in the cities that are closest by, which are expecting to be the ones that people come to because it's a quote unquote city, there's not even any gas. Yeah. The, so even if they never storm the place, people are going to descend on that area and it's going to be like a party of some sort and, and then, it, they're not going to be ready for it. But think about the the, the town itself is not a town prepared right. to take on right. a quote unquote alien festival or whatever. Yeah. And so I'm actually worried for them. And these people have property that's going to be damaged and they have weapons to protect themselves. And they're saying we will protect ourselves. So now you have civilians who are pissed off that they're having like all these people that are potentially going to be coming. Mm-hmm. And where are they going to eat? Where are they going to sleep? What's the date on this thing again? The 20th of September. So it's all about right. a month away. Yeah. So this is like and they're like, we will protect ourselves. So like, can you imagine? Let's just say, for example, somebody shoots somebody. To keep them off of their lawn or property or whatever. And then you have 15,000 people close by that just get mad and just decide. Like, that's pandemonium. Yeah. And it's not like it's in a big city. This is where if they have electricity and if they have Wi-Fi and and let's say 5,000 people connect to that Wi-Fi, that Wi-Fi is going down. Yeah. Because it can't handle the bandwidth. So now there's no electricity, no running water, no gas. No internet. No internet. In the middle of the desert. It does seem a recipe for trouble. So I'm a little worried about this after reading the article. So I, I just know. all I know is if it were me, I would immediately sign up for Airbnb and list my my place for like fifty thousand dollars a night. Uh-huh. <laughs> and where do you live? Because there's nothing around there. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying if I actually were one of the few people that lived around oh, there. Oh man, they're also worried about the cows. There's a lot of free roaming cows in this area, and you don't get to see. They're really hard to see at night. Yeah, and. There are oftentimes, I mean, it's a common thing to collide with a cow. So they're worried about their <laughs> livestock. This is all stuff that I was reading about it's today. It's a common thing to collide with a cow. There does seem to be one, a couple people that are like, we need to get some toilets over here. We need to get some water trucks over here. So there's some people that are trying to sort of potentially prepare and make like a festival in the nearby city. Mm-hmm. Like that they can maybe go there. And then if they all decide to do this weird arm run, they can. <laughs> But I Naruto even then, running today. please don't do that. This is a military yeah, don't guarded go. base. Yeah, you just don't, don't This do is that. silly. I get everybody thinks it's fun and funny. Just, yeah. We yeah, are, we are firmly all ant- gas. Yeah, we are fir- firmly anti. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Hopefully it's one of those things where everyone's like, we're going. And then they get there and like, uh, let's go home. <laughs> or they just don't go. They just, just don't not go. go. All right. For my final one, I'm going to give you a choice. Do you want freaky or cute? Freaky. All right. It took me a minute. 
Uh, here's the headline. Doctors remove venomous spider from woman's ear. Uh, this is a woman in Missouri. So where you live. Fantastic. Uh, woke up feeling like a little bit of sloshiness in my my right ear feels a little Sloshiness. bit sloshy, a little bit weird, a little bit plugged up. So she went to the doctor uh, to check it out. And the the nurse was like, I need to bring a few more people in. Uh, I think you have an insect in there. And they pulled out a brown recluse spider that had nested in the woman's ear for the night. I changed my mind (laughs) when you said freaky. I didn't think that it would be this kind of freaky. I thought it would be like a, and then she heard voices in the attic. So, no, this is real. Um, So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she said uh she the well thankfully the spider didn't bite her because brown recluses they are very poisonous are very venomous a uh, venomous is that poison venomous venomous poisonous they suck <laughs> no they don't they they squirt they bite they inject uh anyways uh so yeah fortunately it didn't bite her because then it's hard to treat a brown recluse bite that's inside if any of the skin is damaged. Stop, stop, stop. God, um, no. So, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. So then they get the spider out. A few days later, she's still complaining. No, and- Aaron, please do not. <laughs> Are you about to say that there's babies in there? I'm making, I made up that whole last part. You're awful. <laughs> Just... Just awful. I want to throw something at your face right now. God. <laughs> Uh, yeah, thanks for no. shooing the dough with us today, everybody. No, that, that first We're part leaving. was real. That first part was absolutely. Do you want the cute to kind of rinse out, rinse out the freaky? Kind of like you would rinse out your ear. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We need to end on a uh, adorable kitten hasn't quite figured out how to meow, so he quacks <gasps> instead. Do you want to? You want to hear this? Yeah. This little adorable Do you have kitten. Audio? Okay. Okay. This little adorable kitten. Okay. This is this is a, a new kitten trying to uh, meow. Meow. go see yeah. now everything's better well thanks for shooting the dough with us today uh and also thanks for sticking around for a longer episode yeah. than we've been putting out normally and for the deep conversations that we decided to have today i don't know if Apparently. decided is the right word no we, we just, just talk that's it. what this podcast is i mean you know we we're do. gonna go to some places there is a plan but then there's also no plan at the same time. And, so, may, and maybe you think the fearlessness is a good thing. Maybe you think it's a bad thing, but it is definitely increasing. We would love to hear your comments. You can write to us feedback at shoethedough.com. Huge thanks to Chris Tilly for the Shoe the Dough music and producer Phil for helping us with all things Studio DNA. Thank you. Uh, three new members of uh, Studio DNA slash Shoe the Dough since you the last guys? episode. Uh, Have we had any new iTunes reviews? Uh, I haven't checked the iTunes reviews. Uh, you can look at the those. But thank you for that. That's just supporting uh, the podcast network at three bucks a month uh, because uh, actually Shoe the Dough launched a podcast network. Oops. And uh, and you can check that out at patreon.com slash 
Studio DNA is the name of the network. And uh, three bucks a month is just one level. Three bucks a month and you get all the bonus episodes and all the podcasts that are on the network. So just a reminder, um, in case you decided to skip through the first part of our conversation, I will be gone for the next two weeks for work and then vacation. That's right. I'm going to go to the beach. <laughs> Even though I hate water and I'm terrified yeah, of sharks. I'm sure we'll have stories. <laughs> but uh, So I'll be gone for a couple of weeks. So we will resume Shoe the Dough on the flip side of that and hopefully have some fun updates for you guys there. So we appreciate you. Um, we know that you panic when the feed goes dark. Don't panic. <laughs> no, I don't know that we know that. I think we panic probably more than you do. <laughs> it's true. We do. So anyways, thanks for uh, sticking around and everything that you guys do. We really appreciate you. And if you've got uh, anything you want to tell us, feel free to email us feedback at shoethedough.com. Amazing. Hook the bear.